I'm Katie King. And this is True True Crime Crime New England. England. Welcome back, everybody. It's nice to see you. Hello. (laughs) How's it going, Katie? It's going pretty good. Yeah. Liz, how are you? Well, here I am. Present. (laughs) Present and accounted for. You know, barely, but... Hey, (laughs) we're still kicking. Yeah. For now, it's okay. It's it's a lot of work, Mm -hmm. but here I am. In the flesh. Yes. In the flesh. You guys can't tell, but I am here. We're Warm in and breathing flesh. Ooh. Unlike what we talked about on this podcast. Correct. From Yeah, for the most part, it's cold flesh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> there is no way, even though we're true crime New England, there is no way we cannot talk even like a little bit about mm-hmm. the Gabby Petito case. Of course. And people were messaging us, texting mm-hmm. us, are you going to talk about it? Are you going to talk yep. about it? It's it's worth a mention for sure. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. One of my coworkers, it was like midnight on a night I wasn't working, and she was like, "Girl, I'm listening to the something about the potato case. Are you going to cover this on your podcast?" And I was like, "I, I like we have to in some format because for it's sure. so relevant. And it's huge. It's so important too. Yeah. This poor fucking girl. This. Mm, this as we're cool. recording this." As we're recording this, it's the 26th of September. Mm-hmm. This episode comes out, <laughs> I think it's the 30th of September. Yes. Because it's a, sa- a Sunday right now. But yeah. the last thing I heard was that they're now searching for him on the charge of fraud because he okay. withdrew $1,000 from her bank account after they determined she had already died. So, mm. so and- he's a real class act. Well, of course, you didn't get that from the pictures or the immediately hiding or the fact that he didn't report her missing for 10 days and was just mowing his mom and lawn and golfing <laughs> with his mom and dad and drove home in her van, her parked van. it in the driveway, said nothing to no one. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Yep. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's infuriating. Yeah. So now he's somewhere. I, I mean, there's so many theories. People think he killed himself. Some people don't think he killed himself. I personally, and Grammy block your ears, I think he's a pussy. Too much of a pussy to kill himself. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, he's probably... You know what I think he's doing? He's probably camping somewhere. Pain in my ass. Yep. And his family's in on it. One They're leading the police astray. Mm-hmm. They're leading the police astray. Well, he's been missing for two weeks and they haven't... They're not looking for him. They know exactly where he is. Why would they look for him if they know? They know exactly where their little pussy ass son is. <laughs> oh, I angel. hate him! I hate him. There, it doesn't even matter if he killed Gabby or not. He is guilty of so many things. Oh yeah. On top of the fact that he one hundred percent killed Gabby. Like, I, I <laughs> give me patience and strength. Oh, I can't. I don't have any. And the fact that law enforcement, it took them such a long time <laughs> to get in the house, yeah. search things, take things. Hello, what do you think no. the family was doing all that time in the days that went by? They're disposing of evidence. They're covering things up. They're making arrangements for him. Oh, yes. Yeah. They're well off. They of have the, He lives in Florida. He has friends with boats. They could probably get him to Cuba where you cannot be extradited back to the United States. Mm-hmm. Come on now. I think he's sitting on a beach drinking out of a fucking coconut. He probably, like, grew a mustache or, like, 
you know, dyed his, like, bald sideburns, blonde. Like, piece he's of shit. Yep. He's a narcissist and yep. a piece of shit. And you know what's so crazy is that you see all these posts, of, of course, and I've even shared plenty of them myself about Gabby. Yeah. And it's, like, a picture of her in the, that police video. Yes. Of them, like, the domestic call. And it's, like, yes, teach your daughters to, like, get out of abusive relationships, and then it says, like, but also teach your sons to not be abusive pieces of shit. Right. And until I was in an abusive relationship myself, I was like, I thought, oh my god, you're with a bad person? Just leave them. Like, what's the big it deal? It is so not that easy. No! And you don't realize that until you've been in that situation. Right. And it doesn't have to be, like, physically abusive. I'm pretty sure theirs was physically abusive, just judging by that video and mm-hmm. the rumors that, like... There was someone saw him slapping her. Yeah, the 911 call. Right, right. It doesn't even have to be physically abusive to be abusive. No way. It can be the emotional manipulation. Oh my god. And I think that was a huge part of it for mm-hmm. this relationship as well. Because, like, people just, you know, until you've been in it yourself, you still don't understand what other people go through in their own abusive relationships. For sure. Fucking, it's awful. And you can't just act like it's so easy to avoid oh my god or get out of it once you're in it and it's like how the fuck is this her fault no it's not it's a classic it's thing not. of victim blaming like yep this is a great example of what we should look for as girls and women teaching her shut the fuck up yeah like yep. it's nobody's fault it is not her fault no her parents could not have done anything different no or taught her any different way to avoid no. the situation like no. enough yeah. oh it is entirely his fault I 100% agree. It's so infuriating. It it pisses me off, Mm -hmm. you know. I, you know, my relationship, it's been over for like nine months now. And I still, from his narcissism and his gaslighting and his manipulation, he was never physically abused. But the mental abuse, Mm -hmm. come on. Nine months later, I'm still sitting here like, oh, I wish he would come. Like, it's just something that... It's crazy. You can't alter your mind. No. So whatever the case was with her... There's no, like, she is not, she is the victim. She is not to blame. Correct. Regardless. Mm -hmm. And people, and we were just talking about this before we started recording, people are blaming her for, like, cases of, like, people of color and indigenous women not getting media attention. Right. Like, Like, what? I don't know words. (laughs) No fucking words. Like, she... They found her in Wyoming. Yes. 710. And it's probably more now, honestly. I mean, it's been two weeks. Yeah. 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 710 indigenous women have gone missing just in, like, that area and that circumference where they were looking for and where they found Gabby. 710 indigenous women. And they have no coverage. No one talks about them. No one knows their names. Nobody. It's insane. At no fault of Gabby Petito. No. uh, It's just one of those things where, like... The racism and, like, mm-hmm. white privilege. And it's amazing that how quickly the social media attention got some level of justice to Gabby. As it should. Correct. Continues to be. But what happened to these 710 plus indigenous women in mm-hmm. just this circumference that have not a peep? You know? Yeah. So what, at what point do they get that? It's, it's fucking ridiculous. And yeah. there's a syndrome or a social phenomenon. It's mm-hmm. called the missing white women syndrome yeah and it's so true because the media will latch on to cases like these and we've talked about this before on this podcast yeah i mean baby doe that we right. talked about episode what seven yeah she was whitewashed yes and Completely. that's why she wasn't her identity wasn't found for months because yeah. the picture 
made her look like a white child. She was, I think, at least half Hispanic. Yeah. So, like, her skin was a little darker. Yeah. It's so, even when it's, like, something like that, where she was half white and did have lighter skin, That photo did not do her justice. Yes. Yeah, so this whole social phenomenon where the media latches on to a classic blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl... Of course there should be media attention. Yeah. Nobody is saying that she does not deserve this media attention. Right. And that's how she was found and that's I how know. she got justice. Which is amazing. And it's so deserved, but mm-hmm. it's also deserved for everybody else. I agree. I agree. Everybody else. Everybody else should be getting billboards and yeah. have you seen me yeah. on Instagram and TikTok. And the TikToks. Oh my God. Oh my Every, Everybody everywhere. needs that kind of coverage. I agree. It's, it's we, absolutely ridiculous. I think social media is such a powerful tool these mm-hmm. days that there's got to be some way that us as self-proclaimed armchair sleuths get, like, have a network where we can help solve these kind of crimes, like, on the daily. Yeah. It should happen more often. And, like, I know there's... True crime is such a big topic of conversation mm-hmm. that there's no way that these are going unspoken about between, like, this community, and there's no reason why they can't be elevated in the media. Right, and the way know? that the media covered this case, people who have no interest in true crime whatsoever yeah. knew who Gabby Petito was and the circumstances yeah. behind her disappearance. Oh, yeah. That's how it should be for mm-hmm. everybody. Agreed. And it's ridiculous that it's not. Agreed. 100%. Yeah, so we just wanted to chat about Gabby how, Petito and that whole... How could we not? How could we not, exactly. The poor, beautiful... She was so... Beauty, her, oh my god. And she was, she's months younger than us. Mm-hmm. Like, truly. Yep. Not even, I think she's months younger than me, a little older than you. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, she just wanted to go on an adventure with her. Van life. She said that, van life. Mm-hmm. This is my official announcement that literally all men suck. Yeah. Don't ever go on vacation with a man. What are you? Come and on. And the fact that it was her boyfriend or her fiance I'm, of years. I know. Why would she not trust him? People oh, are like, course. wow. Why would she go off alone with him? What do you mean, why would she go off alone with him? It's not some guy from Tinder. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. And even if you go on a Tinder date with someone you've never met, you don't deserve to be murdered. I don't understand. (laughs) Like, I just... Girl. I I get so worked... I'm, like, sweating. I get so worked up over this. It's true, guys. She's sweating. Just the victim blaming is insane. It's... Yeah, it is Leave her alone. It is... I know. Like, poor thing. Let her rest. Let her rest. I know. Let's find this fucking asshole. I think we... I think they will. And then let's start yeah. chipping away at everybody else. Mainly his head, because I oh. just want to beat him. Did you see that, um, I think his name is Dog the Bounty Hunter? Yes. <laughs> There's a video of him knocking at the yes. Landry's house or whatever. Like, let's go. Yeah. He'll have it done in weeks. I think there'll be a documentary quite soon. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, because her case shouldn't be monetized. Agreed. Like it is. Like the TikToks. It's one thing to like just be like, we're not making money off of this. Right. Guys, like we're just chatting. You know? And it's a huge case. I yeah. Mean. But there are people who are like literally making money off of her yeah. case. And or like the it's theories ha- yeah. making these outlandish theories. Mm-hmm. Imagine being a parent and your child is still missing. Yeah. No one knows where she is. No one knows what happened. It's been mere weeks. Yeah. And you log on to social media anywhere. and you're being tagged anywhere. And you're being tagged in these crazy TikTok videos with yeah. these outlandish theories. Yeah. Like, it, it's sad. It's so disrespectful. Yeah. It's very disrespectful to her yeah. and her family. There's a fine line, mm-hmm. I think. And it's hard to kind of find that line. But I think some of the people are really walking it pretty, pretty. If you're profiting off of making these crazy, like, she must have got her hair dyed. 
this day because right. her roots and it right. just doesn't add up. And right. Ryan's bald. And of course, like, <laughs> yeah. stop it. Yeah, yeah. Stop it. Just let her. Let's find her. Let's find him. And let's work on chipping away at these other missing people that are getting yes. nowhere near this coverage and no one knows who they are. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm with you on that, girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure everyone listening is probably on the same page. I hope so. I feel like the general true crime community feels the same way, you know? Um, like, let's find these people. Yes. Let's go. Let's all... I picture... My happiest thought right now is like a flaming fitch, pitchfork. And I'm holding it. <laughs> and in front of me is this fucker. Brian, is it laundry or Landry? I don't care. <laughs> dirty little Yeah, know. he is a dirty, dirty little laundry. That's good. I don't know. <laughs> Anywho. I'm holding a burning pitchfork. Yes. And I am holding it over his head. And I am saying, you are a pussy ass bitch. <laughs> and I don't hurt Tell him because... Tell us what happened to Gabby. Yes. I don't hurt him because I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. But I think about it, I'm holding, I have, did I mention that under the fire, it's like arsenic? Like, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> but I, instead I say, you tell us the details of that sweet little angel. Mm-hmm. And then I say, I pointed at him and I say, get up. Because he's on the ground, he's cowering. He's, he's begging for of his life. he's cowering. <laughs> That's and what he's, he's done since the day. <laughs> yeah, he's like, please, let me, sp- oh my God. Spare me. <laughs> Spare me, mother. Like, I don't give a shit. Right. I'm. I'm using this. I'm poking it in your back and I'm walking you to jail. <laughs> I'm walking and then I'm leaving the jail and I'm saying, my work yeah, here is done. done. Now we need 24 hours surveillance on this guy because Please. how the fuck was he able to leave? I, d- I don't know. This is what I'm saying. This is a like, common theme in these cases we read about. Hello. They're like, oh, she killed it. Sheila Labar, episode four. Yeah. Good night. She- how the Have fuck- a good one. We'll see you tomorrow. Beautiful. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't get it, and it's... I think it's very obvious that you and I need to run all law enforcement. Like, I'm no expert. No. no I mean... I know... Who am I to say... I just... I feel like it's common sense if someone is suspected of doing something and they're a flight risk, maybe let's keep an eye on them <laughs> or some sort of tab on them yeah. to make sure that they, I don't know, become a flight risk even more and flee. I think it's, you're on to something. I don't get it. I don't. You're on to something. I don't. And the whole thing with, oh, small town police, boo-hoo, they've never dealt with it. It's common sense. It's common fucking sense. What do you think's going to happen if you're eating a donut <laughs> with your back turned and this guy's tiptoeing away behind like some cartoon no. character shit? Like, Literally. You know what I mean? Like tiptoeing with like a, a paper bag over their head oh, as a disguise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yep. Yeah, it's comical because you can't make this shit up. Yeah, and then the police officer, he's like, bites into his donut and then he drops it. And then it's like, <laughs> he picks it up and he like leans over and it's like, he leans over to the side that the evil guy is walking behind, <laughs> but he doesn't even notice. He picks up the donut, dusts off the, the dust, and he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, and then the, yeah. the villain walks away like, yes, yes, it's comical. Why? Just why? And it's, this is not the first time that's happened. This won't be the last time. Never. Let's never fix everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. And I think one of my favorite things about our podcast is how much of an enemy we make out of, for ourselves, of mm-hmm. law enforcement. Which, I mean, they, yeah, they dig their own graves at some, some of these cases. I mean, fuck. And I say, I think I speak for both of us when mm-hmm. I say that we are strong proponents of ACAB. 
here yeah. today. It's just, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's just, it's insane. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with making enemies of all the cops in the world. Okay. Sure. Do your job better. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do our job, yeah, and you, you do, do your, yours. Yep. Do your job better, we won't have an issue. That's plain and simple. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, the case we have today <laughs> has nothing... Well, well I don't know. <laughs> the case you we have could today. argue <laughs> that, once again, law enforcement dropped the ball with this case, as they do per usual. However, it's not really a direct... No. Correlation. Today is just a story about a guy who has anger issues and probably a small penis. Thousand percent. Because it's all in his ego. Of course. And we'll tell you why. You'll see. Shortly. Oh yeah. Of course. And without further ado, this is the case of Adam, Adam Emery. Emery. All right. So this case is pretty interesting. Yeah. Actually, it's one of those smaller cases that like when I was bored one day, I was like looking Rhode Island unsolved crimes or like Connecticut killers, like just random. Yeah. And I found this one and I was like, that's interesting. It's super interesting because yeah. it, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. It's, we- it's just weird. We'll get into it. Yeah. We'll get into it's it. Nuts. So Adam Emery is the perpetrator. Yes. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, and we try and be consistent with this, but, like, if it's about, like, the killer or whatever, we say, like, the episode is just called their name. Mm-hmm. And if it's about the person who was killed or, like, disappeared, we say, like, the disappearance of Maura Murray. Yeah. The murder of Brooke Bennett. Yes. Like, so we try and be clear about that, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's kind of hard. Yeah. So we kind of just play on what we feel. Yeah, I just like to clarify. So just... don't, just stop judging us, okay? <laughs> stop yelling. Adam Emery is the bad guy. He is. Yeah. He is. And you'll see. Jesus. You'll see why. Mm-hmm. Of course, sources. Katie, your turn. Wikipedia, without fail. NBC 10 News. Okay. And there was a wiki page I found for unsolved murders. Okay. And okay. that had a lot of good information. I think it was just called Out of Memory. Okay. It was a wiki page. Yes, I mm-hmm. think you're right. I think I have that as well. Yeah, Unsolved Mysteries. That's a great website. Yeah. Great, really. I also had those sources. I feel like that's a common theme for us. But I also had Newport This Week, Medium.com, which we've used before. Yeah. And it is fantastic. They're so cool. It's great information. And then something called Independent Co. Now, I have all of these sources. Like, we have all of these saved. So... If you guys want, like, their full title and stuff, just DM us and I'll send you the link. Like, yeah. we, we got you. Yeah, because there are some really good sources and information out there. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I love it. I spend, my newest obsession is, like, laying in bed as I'm getting sleepy, reading Reddit threads about true crime. It's great. I love it. I've yeah. learned so much. Yeah. It's great. Okay. Add a memory. And this case takes place in Warwick, Rhode Island. We're back in Rhode Island. Yeah. What is up? The mafia, the the bays, the what's another thing uh people do in Rhode Island besides the mafia and marinas. Golf. Golfing. Mm-hmm. Love it. Is that specific to Rhode Island? Um it's specific to preppy. Rich. Yes. <laughs> yeah. People preppy, in vineyard rich, vines. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's get started. Sure. August 30th, 1990. It was like 9 p.m. in Warwick when 27-year-old Adam Embry picked up seafood from a local restaurant with his wife, Elena, and another couple who happened to be Elena's sister, Maria, and her husband. So 
The two couples were in Adam's car, which was a 1985 Ford Thunderbird. Now, ladies, this is a real panty dropper of a car, <laughs> apparently. But apparently. apparently, I don't know. It, this car was his baby, really. Yes. He loved this car. And, you know, if you look at a picture of him... And you see, you know, you think about, like, his ego and stuff. You're like, yeah, this is, all, like, of course this guy has this car. Oh, it adds up. Uh-huh. And I, I, I just bet you the muffler like, was loud. For sure. Oh, my, without a doubt. Yeah. I picture him, like, pulling it in. And you know how, <laughs> I picture him standing in the garage just, like, staring at it and, like, spot shining, <laughs> yes. like, one little, with, like, a rag. Yep. And then going back to staring at it. Yep. Like, Stop it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, spit shining. Like, mm-hmm. come on. No, I agree. I agree. As he he's neglecting his wife. Yeah. 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 100%. So, you know, they were in the parking lot. I think, I believe they ate in their car. Like, yeah, it was like a seafood stand or something. Yeah. So they got the food and then they just ate it in their car. Yeah. So they were just chilling, eating. I think it said he had chowder. Like, who cares? I hope it was bad. Like, I don't know. And then the <laughs> lobster roll yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Ugh, the women were eating, like, crab cakes, whatever. Great fun and they were just chilling when suddenly like they i think they were about to leave when suddenly a car was leaving the parking lot and it sideswiped adam's baby his little baby girl the 1985 thunderbird um naturally and i think i i get this part a little bit mm-hmm. i would be angry if somebody sideswiped my car i'd be upset fair enough yeah fair enough except that he took it a little to the extreme uh, just a little this is like <laughs> So he sees red. He's enraged. Enraged. And his wife, Elena, points towards a car that Mm -hmm. she thought could have been the suspect. Yeah. It was another car leaving the parking lot. And this was a Ford LDT. And inside of this was 20-year-old Jason Bass, Mm -hmm. his cousin Josh, and a friend. Right. So there was three people in that car. Mm -hmm. Four, you know, total in Adam's car. Yes. And, you know... I kind of, maybe this is wrong of me, but I do imagine Elena going, that's him, baby. And like (laughs) pointing it and like, she's probably like, I saw a picture of her. She's very beautiful. Yeah. But I was like, that's just how I picture it. Like very 1990s movie. Like, get him, you know, (laughs) which is probably what happened. I mean, he like whips out of the parking lot after them, like speeding off like a deranged Anger. Yeah. So angry. He's livid. I just imagine, you know in the movies when someone pulls off and they're like on two wheels of the yes. car like to, and they write themselves smoke. and they like, like, you know yes. what I mean? Yes. yes. Yeah. So Adam pulls off after this car mm-hmm. and Jason is just driving along doo, 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 with his cousin and his friend. He, everything's great. He's enjoying the day. It's a nice summer evening. Just living his life. He's and then 20. He's 20 years old with his friends. Everything's great. Cool. And here comes this like... <laughs> crazed individual i'm sure he had steam coming out of his ears that's what it sounds like he was pissed like enraged in a fit of anger this is like road rage times a thousand yeah Yeah. so he's he's speeding he's following this ford ltd and jason's like uh he sees that this he's i feel like adam was like flashing his high beams and like Mm -hmm. getting really close and jason was like and his friends in the car were like uh, is everything, like, what did we, what's going on? Yeah. And so, you know, Adam caught up to this Ford pretty quickly and through his window was like, pull over, like, pull over. Yeah, Same like, that car. waving Jason to pull over and Jason's like, what the what? fuck is going on? And he got scared. I would be terrified. Yeah. Cause, and then Josh, who was in the car, um, was like, 
this is a direct quote quote from him he said what the hell is this guy's problem he's getting ready to beef which i mean so 90s getting ready <laughs> yeah, to beef. but he was like he was really trying to get this car to pull over yeah and exchange some heated words probably more Pro- mm-hmm. yeah throw he, a punch or two he was ready to fight oh yeah genuinely and so adam of course jason was like what is this guy's problem he kept driving he was trying to get away because he was like I have no idea what's happening right now. Right, this guy's crazy. He was getting ready to beef. Like, he genuinely was like, it was very scary. And everyone in the car, the, the three guys, they were, like, so confused. Yeah, they have no idea what's going on. And I'm sure the couple sitting in the back of Adam and Elena's car, they're like, oh uh, my god, like, let us out of the car. Like, yeah. what are you doing? I don't want to be an accomplice to this. Like, no. whatever this may be. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. So Jason's driving away, and Adam is, you know, chasing after him. And during this, when Jason keeps driving and Adam is getting more and more worked up, Mm -hmm. Elena hands him a knife. I know. I know. Yeah. Just hands him. I'm not going to lie. I have a knife in my car, too, in case I have to, like, walk somewhere in the dark because, you know, I'm a woman. Right. Um, But it's one thing to, like, be chasing someone in a fit of road rage and being like, here you go, baby. (laughs) You know? And it was like a military style hunting knife. Right, it wasn't like a like plastic a pl- knife from the seafood stand. It was like... <laughs> like no, I like you know that I mean? narrative. Like, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like a pocket knife even. It was like no, a... No, no. It was a military grade weapon. This is something you used to like split open like a deer or whatever yes. when you're hunting. Yep. So imagine what it could do to a person. Yeah. yeah. So he's, you know, at this point, you know, Jason was feeling threatened. He hadn't damaged anyone's car. He hadn't cut anyone off. He was just like so lost he's minding his business and what the only way like you can get an answer for that i feel like is talking or like confronting the person who's chasing you down and being like what did i do right you know and of course he's frustrated because he's like he wants to clear his name i'm imagining or be like guy chill like i didn't do anything right like what are you coming after me for yeah so he was so confused right he's oblivious to what's going on He, he has no idea what's going on yeah so he kept driving and this pissed adam off even more Mm -hmm. so much like i'm sure his face was red i'm sure he was swearing and adam actually ended up chasing jason for another 1.7 miles jesus christ which feels like a long time with the amount of anger this guy had but eventually he chased him like into like a residential neighborhood Mm -hmm. and like basically cut jason off so he was like had to park and like stop on somebody's lawn like a stranger's lawn yeah so Jason is like, uh, uh, now he's trapped. He's mm-hmm. on somebody's lawn, and this guy who's been chasing him for, like, three miles is, like, you know, was clearly angry, is getting out of his car. Yeah, and now he's blocked in. Yeah. So Jason tries to throw the car in reverse. <sighs> right. To get out of there. Understandably. Because now Adam's car is completely parked sideways in <sighs> front of him, completely blocking him in. Yes, yeah. So he tries to throw the car in reverse. Yeah. And then he hears the sound, and Adam is on the hood of his car. Yep. Stopping like, him. Clinging to the hood of his car. Yep. I'm sure yelling, oh, sputtering. For sure. He's so mad. For sure. And so they were in this residential area. I'm sure I'm we know that people heard what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean Jason and his passengers, they were still confused. Now they were scared for their lives. Mm-hmm. And Jason, you know, like you said, he attempted to reverse. It didn't work because Adam was like, boo, and he was like right there. And so at this point. Jason, I mean, sorry, Adam literally was like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kick your ass. And Jason is like, 
Why? Yeah, for what reason? <laughs> like, what did I do, bro? Like, yeah, it's insane. And so I can't. It, this makes me. Oh, makes me so sad. Mm-hmm. He tries to reverse, and then Adam comes around and reaches into the car, into the passenger window, and attempts to get the keys out of the ignition. I think he ends up doing it. Like, he he stops Jason. However he does it, he stops Jason, grabs the keys. The two men who are also in the car are like, "Mm, what the the fuck? You know? Like, this is crazy. Oh, my God. He's crazed. He's, like, psychotic. Yeah. He's angry. He's having a break. Like, this is not normal. Yep. So, the knife, the military-grade knife (sighs) that Elena had handed him. Here you go, baby. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) This was still in Adam's hand. Yep. So he starts, like, flailing and swiping around with the knife. Yeah. And, you know, he's swiping at Jason with his knife. Yeah. And then one of the blows struck Jason in the chest and the heart. Directly in the fucking heart. And he died at he, the scene. Yes. I mean, I don't think we need to go into, as healthcare workers, <laughs> I don't think we need to go into how if you're directly stabbed in the heart, you're going to die? Like, immediately? That's what, yeah, that's... Because <laughs> your heart, basically, everyone, pumps blood. It's your heart and your brain. Like, yep. you get those two things and you're screwed, so... Seriously. Something out of, like, a, like you know what I mean? Yeah. No, yes! It's out like of a, a movie. movie. Stabbed in the heart, like... Between the starts, ribs. Yes. Yep. It yeah. starts flowering blood, like... Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. So, apparently, he stabbed him. He managed to hit him, I think, twice. Once in the arm, and then the second blow directly into his heart there's no coming back from that so it's awful and while this was all happening jason's car was in reverse and so it rolled about 1200 feet and then stopped like got like stopped at like a boulder or something and then it went like it stopped and essentially adam this at this point like gets out of the car you know like is out of the passenger side window and is like holding a bloodied knife Mm -hmm. and he's like looks back, I'm sure, at his wife and the two passengers in his car, and they're, like... They're stunned. Their mouths are open. Mm-hmm. They're... I'm... I don't know about the wife, but the, I'm, I'm assuming that their guests were like, what the fuck? But I almost wonder if, like, the wife was like, woo! <laughs> you know, she was just along for the, like, woo! I don't know. That's just me guessing. It's, she, I'm making it into a movie, but... I mean, like, to hand... And I don't know if... She thought that he would take it to that extent. I don't know if she did. I don't know if she thought, or I don't know if that's exactly what she was thinking, that she knows her husband, Adam, and she knows Mm -hmm. his anger issues, and that's that's where I'm kind of hung up. Like, did she intentionally hand him the knife because she knew he was going to escalate and get this angry? Yeah. Or did she do it just to, like... Scare him. Yeah, give him something to threaten them with. I think it was probably that. Yeah. I think it was probably, like, a, you know, like... Show who's boss. Which, yeah. I mean, you know, I of course we don't know, but that's I what think my that's guess more would likely. be. Yeah, that would I agree. Be, yeah. I think it's more likely. Coincidentally, and this I think is really interesting, the lawn that they like landed on was the home of a prison guard. His name was Bruce Bishop. Oh. Yeah, right? So he comes out and he's like, he demands Adam to drop the knife. And he does. He does. And Adam, this is what he says. He drops the knife and he goes... I stabbed him. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Deadpan. Yep. No emotion. No nothing. And then he asked for a glass of water. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's so parched. (laughs) That clam chowder was really took out. (laughs) (laughs) It's ridiculous. It's crazy. So when authorities arrived 
and asked what happened. They found Jason bleeding out mm-hmm. on the ground, yep. deceased. He yep. died he at the scene. Yep. And they look over, and Adam is drinking from the glass of water, and he looks at the responding officers, and he says, it was me. I did it. Yep. Just flat Sip. affect. Sip. Yep. Yep. Psychopath. Mm-hmm. That was like, I feel like he was building to that his yep. whole life, probably. No emotion, no remorse, just flat Matter dead. of fact. Yep. I Straight him. to the point. Yep. It was me. Yep. I did it. Yeah. And so Jason, he got out of the car. Um, it. This is what the witnesses said, you know, who were there with Jason and with Adam. They said he got out of the car and said, you know, he he was feeling weak and like he had, you know, had, I'm sure had his hands like over his wounds. Mm-hmm. And then he, he passed out, you know, oh, God. he lost, it turns out he lost three fourths of his blood. Holy shit. Yeah. From that stab wound. Cause oh, it's right in the heart. God. So when the heart is stabbed, it's still pumping. So if you think it's of like it, spurting. it's yeah. spurting, it's pumping, Jesus pumping and it's Christ. losing all of it. It's not going back into the body. It's just going it's out. like out. Yeah. yeah. Oh So my he's God. passed out and he does, you know, he dies on the scene, like you said, and it it was insane. And the crazy part is, is that when Adam ran Jason off the road, down the street a little, there was a police officer. He, like, he lived in the neighborhood, and he hopped in the, his cruiser and went down to go see, like, what was going on. And that's when he found motherfucker daintily sipping on his water, you know? Remorseless. Is oh. that a word? Now it is. Now it is, yeah. Because well, he patented it if it's not. <laughs> TM. He had, he had no, he literally did not. No. care emotionless no and the real kicker the real kicker out of all of this is that upon later investigation it was revealed that the car that sideswiped adams was not at all jason's yep. not at all in the slightest the paint chips found at the scene and on adam's car were not even remotely close nope. to jason's car nope at all in the slightest there was no damage on jason's car he genuinely was innocent there was no... He didn't do anything wrong. There was no reason. And the fact that this was discovered after he had been stabbed in the heart and died... Come on now. <laughs> it blows my mind up. And Jason never knew what was going on. Yeah, he had no idea. Like, he didn't have any idea what had happened or the reasoning behind it. He just was a victim. Wrong mm-hmm. place. Wrong time. Totally unfair. 20 years old. Of an insane, unhinged road rage incident egotistical, I'm sure narcissistic, I'm sure a manipulative fucking douchebag. Insane. It's crazy. So Adam's family and friends, they were all, they said they were all stunned at his behavior. They were shocked. And they were like, he would never do something like this. We never would have thought that he would do something. And I'm like, this has, this had to have been underlying. Yeah. He's 27 years old. There was no hint that he maybe... Right. You know, had some kind of an anger problem, anger issue. Mm-hmm. You don't just go from zero to 100 like that, even if it's with his prized possession. Right. There's you something don't that... don't just go yeah. zero to 100. Something was in there with there. little signs. Thank and... you. Yeah. No, I agree. Anyway, this motherfucker. Let's talk about Adam Emery real quick. Sure. Just, like, who he was. So, he actually was, um, came from, like, a middle-class family which maybe that's why he was a little arrogant, like he was comfortable. Um, they owned a whole bunch of, you know, general stores around town. This is where he lived his whole life. Um, according to friends, he was, and this is a direct quote, and I, I would not, like this is, okay. According to his friends, 
direct quote. He wasn't the brightest bulb on the tree. Now that statement alone indicates to me that the friend also wasn't the brightest bulb on the tree. <laughs> but, you know, but he wasn't like, he was just, you know, who he, yeah. Um, he was obsessed with his appearance and his fitness, which... Uh-oh. Ding, 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 number <laughs> one red flag. Like, not actually caring red. about your appearance, as you should. Great. Obsessed? Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. A little dangerous territory I'm waving here. my red flag. Yes. Yeah. And he also, um, he was actually a policeman in the National Guard for three years. Hmm. Um, yeah. So maybe that's hmm. where some of his anger stemmed from. Sure, yeah. He also was a good skier and very skilled in martial arts. Oh, a bother. Wow. Give me a break. Maybe he could have, you know, karate chopped Jason <clears throat> instead of swiping him with a knife. Mm-hmm. Okay, listen. They're saying that there was no signs that he was, you know, a violent person and that he was he was so innocent. Like, this is no way. Do those not indicate? Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Even a possibility? Thank you. Like, his hobby was martial, which is great. Nothing wrong with martial arts, but he's strong. He's obsessed with his image, and mm-hmm. that includes his 1985 Thunderbird. I mean, that's part of his image. That's an extension of his self. Yes. So when it's damaged, I'm sure he viewed that as like a who dinged. He probably is a sociopath and felt physical pain. Probably. His car was dinged. He's probably, probably like clutching his chest. His like, pearls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my baby. Now, his wife, Elena, was actually born in Italy, which is cool. Um, and she moved to U.S. in the 1960s. She's really beautiful. She's gorgeous. Blonde hair, olive skin, really pretty. She was an office manager at a construction company. And it's said that she was known for her deep, deep love for her husband. And she's actually quoted on more than one occasion saying, I could never live without my honey. Hmm. Huh. But enough about that shit bag. And I'm talking I'm talking about Adam Embry, not yeah. his wife. So now about Jason Bass, mm-hmm. who was twenty years old. Literally it all the things I read about him, they said he was a likable young man. I know. And you see his picture. Oh my god. So sweet. His so picture's cute. on our Instagram, you guys. Yeah. He's he looks like a sweetie. Like my, old my type, not gonna yeah. lie. 20 year old kid. Yeah. And the sad part is he was really self-conscious of his looks because he had like, I don't even know, it said like a, a big nose and like a wide mouth. I don't know. Me, like my nose is bigger than the state of Texas. Like I get it. <laughs> um, but he was, I think he was very handsome. Yeah, he's fine. He's cute. He's a cute little 20 year old kid. Like a leave kid. him alone. Yeah. And he, he was close to his mom and his, he had six siblings family guy you know it was great oh my god and this part he had a real passion for cooking stop yeah that was his thing was cooking and that was his dream was opening a diner not a restaurant a diner that's precious my heart that's precious he was just a normal guy a normal guy and he actually ended up dropping out of high school at 16 and he worked at a whole bunch of jobs like burger king mr donuts a concession stand affair, but his dream was to be a cook and to open a diner. And like, that was his thing. So he had been working these menial jobs, but it was like getting him to his goal, you know? And the night that he died, he was supposed to go to his sister. I think her name was Diana. He's supposed to go to her house and, um, like stopping by her place for dinner. And he just, he never arrived because he picked up his cousin, Josh Mm -hmm. played Nintendo games as you do. And then, you know, 
picked up a friend and then they were going to go to dinner or whatever when this happened. Wow. I know. I know. Oh my god. I know. So, let's talk about the trial. Yes, please. Because, um, this poor boy, this poor cold-blooded murder, Mm -hmm. it didn't happen until two and a half years later, which, our last episode, too, the trial for Brooke Bennett's murder took five Five years. years. What is the deal? Like, let's get going. What is the whole, isn't it like everyone has a right to a speedy trial? Yeah. Um, what is, what is happening here? Why are there year gaps like why are you making the family suffer without answers and without justice for years years it's ridiculous and to even wonder what happened and and to have to piece together what even happened to lead to this and your son the whole time your son your friend whatever he's innocent yeah he was just murdered for no reason no fucking reason it's it's crazy it's awful yep so november 5th 1993 adam went to trial for the murder of jason bass and throughout the trial (laughs) He remained emotionless. Oh, weird. And he never showed any remorse. You know, flat affect the whole time. Dead face, dead eyes. And he even made a comment, and he maintained this throughout the whole trial. Oh, boy. That he had to defend himself. Right. Which Give me a break. That alone makes me think you're guilty. What? Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I, I know, I know. It's ridiculous. I don't understand... November 10th, the trial ends, and he was actually convicted of second-degree murder for Jason's death. Why? And, you know, it's this shocked me. When they read the verdict, he had no emotion. <laughs> like, right? let's, just, let's just let that sink in. Yeah. Because you see footage from trials. Yeah. People are crying, breaking down, freaking yeah. out. People that are innocent or, or proven not guilty are right. cheering and right. hugging each other. He's just, like, standing there. Just, like... Like, emotionless, standing I hate him. What the fuck? So, he really genuinely sounds like a sociopath to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, just the signs that he's portraying. Oh, yeah. He's a sociopath. Oh, yeah. But there's more after the trial. Oh, God. It doesn't end with the trial. It does not. No. Well, here's the thing, is that, did you know that Jason originally was offered, I'm sorry, Adam was originally offered a manslaughter plea? I heard. But he didn't accept it because he kept claiming claiming that he did kill Jason in self-defense. Like... Lord, give me Yeah, killed someone who's sitting behind the wheel of his car, parked car, after being chased off the road. Yeah, he's self- yeah, he's definitely defending himself. Wait, what? What is the logic? (laughs) There isn't! What is- so, he was allowed to be released on bail, pending formal sentencing that would go down 30 days later. Yes. So, Adam would leave the courtroom, come back in 30 days- you know, final sentencing, boom, yeah. off to prison. Doesn't really make sense to me, if I'm being honest. No. That's a flight risk. Thank right? you. Right? I mean, huh. 30, you can do a lot in 30 days. You sure could. Hint, hint. <laughs> so Adam and his wife, Elena, left the courthouse at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. They arrived at Kelly's Sporting Goods Store, a mm-hmm. local sporting goods store, at 3.35 p.m. Yep. And they purchased athletic socks, sweatsuits, and 80 pounds of strap-on exercise weights. And it was noted that Adam was very upset by the cost of the bill. He was kind of, like, freaking out about how much it was. Which is weird. Which that's very interesting, and that's kind of an important detail for later. Yeah. Like, he was, like, losing his mind yeah. over the cost of this bill. Well, I mean, when you, like, buy, okay. you buy 80 pounds of weight. That's a lot. 
it's not obviously cheap, you know. Athletic like, socks, those are kind of expensive. Yeah, because they're like oh, copper fit or whatever the fuck. <laughs> it's not yeah. sweat wicked yeah. technology. Like, like what does so, he expect? Right, I don't know. What Why does in the it 90s, matter but, so much? Yeah, curious. <laughs> so. They were then seen eating at a restaurant in a Burger King. Um, it was like 4.45-ish. They were happy. Yeah, calm, happy, laughing, love and life. People ah, in the restaurant are saying that they're like a happy couple just eating at a Burger King. Like you would have had no idea. No idea. Yeah. No idea. And then 4.45 p.m. they had arrived at Newport Bridge, mm-hmm. which overlooked Narragansett Bay. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi. Um, we've talked about the bay before. Yes. And they were then seen standing next to their car on the walkway, admiring the view. Oh, it's so beautiful. Looking out at the water. Oh, the sun is going to set soon. Mm-hmm. I love it. Interesting. <sighs> Very interesting. It's crazy because they, they, like, left. They were like, okay, that was a nice trip. So they left. It was like 5.15. They mm-hmm. left. And then 6.53, an hour and a half or so later, mm-hmm. their car is reported abandoned on that bridge. So they had come back. The car was running still, and it had um, their folded, like neatly folded clothes in the back seat. And then on the front seat was cash, cut up credit cards, and their Adam's driver's license. Mm-hmm. Huh? Interesting. Weird. The engine is running. The lights are on. What? They're nowhere to be found. Yeah. Interesting. And so, of course, the natural progression is that the waters are searched because they're like, okay. Obviously, they jumped they, in. They killed themselves. Right. Or he killed himself, you know, whatever. Because mm-hmm. he was guilty and in 30 days he was going to be sent to jail. Mm-hmm. Right? So they killed, he killed himself. And then it's weird because in the courtroom that day. Mm-hmm. This is like fascinating. It's so crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I read that and I was like, girl. In the courtroom, mm-hmm. they had a woman who was good at lip reading. I they said she, she was, was hearing deaf. impaired. Yeah. Deaf. yeah. yeah. So she so was good she at was like, that's what she does to communicate is lip yeah. read. So she knows what she's doing. Which, side note, is so fucking cool. So fascinating. I took oh. sign language in college. I love that. And it was like intro to sign language. Mm-hmm. My professor was completely deaf. Yeah. So and I learned so much. Mm-hmm. And that's my, oh my God, it was amazing. Anyway, <laughs> this deaf woman, she was able to look back at courtroom footage and she saw that Elena had looked at Adam and said, we're going to do what we originally said you promised me. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. Yeah. And she's, this is, I mean, as accurate as it gets. She lip reads to communicate. Every so day. That's as accurate as you're going to get, no matter what. So her interpretation of that, I'm going to say is factual. For sure. thousand percent. So the fact that she basically read their lips and saw that. Okay, now it's starting to sound like maybe they did kill themselves. The plot thickens. Mm-hmm. And people who knew Adam and Elena were like, this was definitely out of character for them. Like, they were not some someone you'd expect to kill themselves. Mm-mm. And so that brings to the question two, three hours earlier, why was Adam so pissed about his bill at the sports store? Thank you. If he was going to be killing himself, mm-hmm. what's the issue with him spending some money? Weird, right? Mm-hmm. Does not add up to me. Yeah. And then the couple, of course, at the Burger King or whatever, mm-hmm. they were happy, laughing, having a good time. I don't know if I would be acting that way if I was about to kill myself. Mm-hmm. You know? Weird. It's very weird. Unfortunately, that's the last time 
anyone saw Adam or Elena. Mm -hmm. Weirdly enough. Mm -hmm. So now they have this man who was just murdered, an innocent 20-year-old man, for no reason. And he gets sentenced to second degree... Was it manslaughter, murder, whatever? Yeah, he got murder. He got, you know, he was guilty, and then they were like, "Um, you have thirty days. Have fun. Like, love you. Enjoy your time." <laughs> and then, yeah. like, what do they expect? Right. Do what you want to do in a month because you'll be in prison. Right. Like, go do all those. Like, go to your. Like, what do yeah, you? Just, what are they expect? On your bucket list. Like, what? Stupid. So now he's he's charged, and then three hours later he's dead quote oh no where did adam go what happened (laughs) this is a surprise to me god darn it i donuts just kidding that's awful um so it's crazy because nine months later yeah months go by nine months months. jason's dead adam and elena are presumed dead Mm -hmm. escaped the law and now this poor family of jason is like my son was killed and now his killer just awesome like that's not fair no it's not fair at all you need justice yes and so nine months later in narragansett bay Mm -hmm. this man he's fishing he throws out his big old fishing net and he you know he brings it back up to the boat and inside are leg bones two human leg bones i'd shit myself i i it's one of those things like why do all my like you see these people on like tiktok whatever and they're like Oh my god, a, a baby raccoon came to their house. Like, why doesn't that happen to me? They raise a raccoon. Yeah. People find, like, a, bones or whatever. Why doesn't that happen to me? I want to find some bones. I want to help someone find justice. That's what I'm saying. Right? That's what I'm saying. So I have to be a fisherman in order to have this privilege. I don't know. Ima- can you imagine? I would actively poop my pants, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's scary. It's crazy. Oh, and so he he brings the net up there, these two leg bones. And so what? they, obviously, they check out these bones. Yeah. They're trying to figure out, oh my god, what's going on? Weird. Something a little funny was that clinging Uh-oh. to one of the leg bones was a fragment of an athletic sock <gasps> identical to the ones that Emery's purchased on the day of their disappearance. How? Peculiar. Curious. Very curious. So a marine biologist and a forensic anthropologist get to work. The marine biologist is like, these leg bones are not nine months old. Yeah. There's not enough bacteria Mm -hmm. and flora and, you know, plants and algae on these legs for them to be nine months old. They're not that old. They have not been in this water for nine months. So bizarre. So it's like, okay. Weird. And then you have the forensic anthropologist that is saying the legs would have belonged to someone who's five foot seven or a little less. Right. There's some debate as to whether they're male leg bones, right. female leg bones, but the height doesn't add up because right. Adam was six foot one. Ooh. And so these leg bones would add up to make somebody five seven. Right. Weird. Male or female, I don't know. Leaning towards hard. female. Yeah. But either way, they're not Adams. Weird. They're and not Adams. Of course, the athletic sock. Weird. Curious. No microorganisms to indicate that it's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. Weird. Strange. Very weird. This is the stranger part. Well, it's it it's like a mind fuck. Like what? August thirtieth, nineteen ninety four. Literally four years exactly from when this event happened. That's right. Isn't that crazy? That's right. A human skull was actually recovered from Narragansett Bay. Oh my god. Guys, on September 9th, a few days later. It was announced to the public that the skull belonged to Elena Emery. What? Here's the other fuck part. 
No trace of Adam was ever found. Yeah, so where the fuck is Adam? And why is your wife dead? Mm-hmm. Is his body count now two? I imagine it that he told Elena, you know, they were going to kill themselves together. Yes. And then he was like, okay, three... To, and then he pushes Elena off the bridge. That's my yes. guess. Yep. Kicks Whatever her or he something. did, he killed. She's dead. He's not. Not. You know. We don't know. Two thousand four, the FBI legally declares him dead. They don't know where he is. They don't know what has become of him. Mm-hmm. But their best guess is that he probably died with Elena. You know, he jumped with Interesting. her. Interesting. Peculiar. Mm-hmm. Because he was never found. Nope. As we sit here, he's never been found. No, he could be running amok under a different name. But what really gets me, so the FBI is like, okay, he's deceased in 2004. Right. Right. Don't worry about him. He said whatever. Everything's, yeah, everything's great. Sorry, Jason Bass's family, but, right. you know, this guy's dead. Right. Somehow, some way, in 2010, he was moved back onto their wanted list. Peculiar. So maybe new evidence, maybe new theory i don't know if they never said but now the fbi is like uh just kidding oh well he's alive he's yeah. running around somewhere yeah keep an eye out yeah and it's so interesting because when they put out the fbi missing persons wanted mm-hmm. armed and dangerous everything that picture is up on our instagram you yeah. guys and you can see it and like read the detail of his description yeah. and it, pictures of him and yeah. so if you're in Rhode Island. He's, there's no way he's in Rhode Island. No. But if you're no. looking around and you see someone that looks like Adam Emery... Give us a give call. The, <laughs> give us a call. And then we'll call the FBI. Because yeah, yeah. we want to solve the case. Yes. Yeah. Is, I don't even know what I think where he is. I don't think he's in Narragansett Bay. Not a chance. I think he killed his wife. Mm-hmm. And I think he went somewhere. Yeah. So this is fascinating to me. Numerous sightings of Adam mm-hmm. Emery were reported in Connecticut... In the month following his disappearance, but because he had 30 days... It's not illegal. It's, he's still legally... Mm. He can be roaming the streets. It's not a problem. No one reported it. Right. Because they're like, okay, it's not a huge deal that he hasn't shown up in 30 days. He could just be doing his own thing before he goes back to court. Right. So he's kicking around in Connecticut in that month, and people right. are starting to put it together like, oh my god, he's on the lam. He's Ooh. running away. Yeah. So he wasn't considered a fugitive mm-hmm. during that time because it was legal. He wasn't. He wasn't a fugitive. No, he Literally. wasn't. He was not a fugitive. He was Ugh. just doing his own thing. Yeah. So the day before Adam Emery's scheduled formal sentencing, after the thirty days, yep. the FBI received a tip Ooh. that Emery may have fled to Florida. Ooh. And other sightings start coming in. Oh, that's interesting. He's in Florida. He's in Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. They got some sightings in France. What? And then they got some sightings in Italy. You mean where his wife is from? Mm-hmm. And he also mm-hmm. happens to have family in Italy as well. Wow. So convenient. Mm-hmm. So convenient. So the FBI is working with Italian authorities regarding these sightings and nothing has resulted. In 2019, the FBI said that there was a, quote, significant chance that Adam Emery would be tracked down within the next five years. Whoa. We're in that time period. 2019. 20, 2020. 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 2024? Yeah. 2024. Okay, that's their deadline. We might have our answers. <laughs> that's crazy. If not, we're going to Italy, Liz. <laughs> Girl, I love that idea. Hello? 
That is the ambulance that's transporting the body of Adam Emmerich. <laughs> Anywho, that's crazy. It's insane. So what started off as a road rage incident led to a murder, a cold-blooded murder. Yep. Led to a disappearance. And another pretend, and a mur- another murder. And potentially. potentially another murder. What? And then an FBI fugitive. Yep. Holy fuck. Oh, man. Because you, you know because it's in the 90s, nobody really, like, the media, you know, he probably could have gone to somewhere like, I don't know, Kansas, and people wouldn't have heard of this case. Yeah. You know? Oh, shit. It's crazy. Yep. It's crazy. Crazy stuff. Yeah. So that's the case of out of memory. And his poor... I just feel for Jason's family. Jesus Christ. What I know. What an awful situation to be in. Terrible stuff, man. Man, just awful. It's crazy. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at truecrimene. All lowercase. And you can email us at truecrimene at gmail.com. Or you can find us on our website, truecrimene.com, and you can even use our handy-dandy submission tool and submit a story on our website. So cool. You don't have to give your name or your email address. Just send us your message if you want. Yeah. Keep it anonymous or don't. We'll talk about it. We'll talk to you about it. Whatever you want. I have been loving. We get DMs probably like once a day. Yeah. At the least. At the least. And I love it. It's so cool. Tell me your stories, please. Please. I love it. It's so cool. I, we have so many friends now. It's, yeah. I'm so happy with this podcast. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. And God, guys. You guys are the best. The best. Keep liking. Keep subscribing. Keep leaving us rates and reviews. Mm-hmm. It means the world to all of the worlds to us. Um, the multiple planets. It means everything. <laughs> so with that, we'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye.